I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. We would be honored if you would join us. No, I want this town to be near you. No. the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.07, after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Great job by Longoria there on the show intro on this May 4th, which I don't know when this started, a couple years ago, when May 4th became Star Wars Day. This wasn't always the case. No, no. I, I mean, it wasn't. When I was growing up, it wasn't. No. Yeah. This is like the last three years, maybe right, four right. years, that like May the 4th has become Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Anything to take away from the Mexicans on May That's the 4th. what I was about to ask you. Do you Are you like <laughs> sabotage? Do you feel sabotage? I, I think I do. I think I do, yeah. Taking the thunder away from May 5th, yeah. Cinco de Mayo? It's like, oh, May 4th, May 4th, and everyone partied out. and no one Like people would be going bananas if Star Wars Day was December 24th. Like the day before Christmas, <laughs> yeah, people would be like, that's not right. 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 But for, you know, Longoria's May uh, 5th, Cinco yeah. de Mayo, no one cares. No. It's like a national holiday now. Yeah. So obviously we're going to talk about Star Wars today on this movie Monday. Obviously Johnny Kilboss is going to join us with a fast food review. But to me, the the craziest story that I've heard in quite some time, and I hear some crazy stories, is the Victor Hill story. Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill. Do you hear that? Do you hear that in the news there with Jennifer? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't even wrap my mind around this story. The, the, the sheriff. Why don't you have a seat in here, Chuck? Let's talk about this. Did you have you been following the uh, the Victor Hill story, Chuck? Yeah. All right. So Victor Hill, the sheriff, um, who's had a interesting history as sheriff of Clayton County. Um, shoots a woman allegedly accidentally at a model home in Gwinnett yesterday. But Gwinnett police can't arrest him because Georgia law, for some unknown reason, says a sitting sheriff can only be arrested by the medical examiner. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell kind of sense does that make? And they've got to get a, uh, the warrant's got to be signed off. Or, no, uh, something about a judge, too. Yes. You got to, if you want to get a warrant, you've got to get a superior court a superior judge. Superior court judge, yes. Yeah. But the Which only man that can arrest him is, is the medical examiner. Yeah. What the hell is going on in this state? How is that possible? Have you met medical examiners? Have you ever seen them? I've, like, no. I've, I've, I can imagine what kind of people they are. They're not They're not the kind of people that want to try to arrest yeah, somebody. Yeah, they're not walking around. <laughs> and then that's not part of their job they want to do. They're already odd anyway. Yeah. They're medical examiners. How is that possible? What? How archaic is that? That the only way a sheriff can be arrested in Georgia is if the medical examiner does it. I like to try to find somebody to explain the logic behind it. Apparently, it's the only, uh, that's the only other elected position Scott Slade talked about it on the last morning. Okay, this morning. Yeah, I, I, that, I, that I didn't get that far. I don't, I don't understand. Than... But it's mind-boggling. And the dude was uncooperative. Wouldn't give him a statement. 
Well, he doesn't have to. He pleaded. He Miranda. He yeah, just, but that, he that's it. They can't arrest him. Yeah, they, they can't, can't do, do anything. anything. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely almost like he found insane. a loophole. It's almost like he found a loophole. Do you think he knew? He obviously knew this going in. I'd have to. Not that he intentionally no, shot that, this no, woman, but he, in the back of his mind, he's like, "Hey, I'm the sheriff. I can't be arrested unless you're the medical examiner." Right. He knows. He, he knows what's going on. I, I just. It's such a crazy story, and and well wishes for the woman that was shot. She's apparently in critical condition still. Um, but he was uncooperative. The sheriff was uncooperative. When you think that you know, there's a, a brotherhood, a fraternity of law enforcement, right? Nope. And he uh, just left the scene. Listen, unless recent events around the country with law enforcement and shootings, yeah, he's just like, nah, I'm not gonna. I think Victor eat. Hill is is not worried about that aspect of it. I don't think he's. <laughs> Yeah, I think he'll be all right on, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like the the characteristics of yes. those involved. Um, he'd be okay on that. I just, it, it's mind-blowing. This has blown my mind that this guy is still walking around, hasn't been questioned, hasn't been detained, because Georgia law says he can only be arrested by the medical exam. Do you think that, uh, and we had uh, the DA on this morning, it was great stuff with Scott Slade, Danny Porter. Do you think Porter, like, called up, the medical examiner at like three in the morning. Hey, hey can you come here and arrest somebody? <laughs> had, had, I mean, I, uh, if they didn't, it certainly was probably cross their minds. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't. So, what an odd phone call to get. Absolutely. So, I, I, I need to talk about Victor Hill, but we also, it's Movie Monday. So, I've been struggling on how we can work Victor Hill into a Movie Monday scenario. So, all I can think of with this story, it's, it's mind boggling. I don't get it. Okay. I do not get this at all. It's so beyond my comprehension. Let's let's work that into movies. What movies, what characters, what relationships, what endings in movies just you didn't understand. You couldn't get it. I don't understand. My mind was boggled. Burn after reading. Never saw it. Oh my god, you gotta watch it. Really? It you I don't know if Longoria's seen it. You watch this entire movie, you're not really sure what you kinda think you know what's going on, you yeah. don't, and then you get to the end and I'm sorry the last thirty seconds is the biggest payoff. But you leave it like I don't know what I just watched. <laughs> so that's a mind boggler. Yeah, for you. you just you like and it's not even a like a head scratcher. It's like I literally don't know what I I was entertained the whole time, it was great, but yeah. I just I got to the end and I'm like, there was no payoff. There's no it just it was uh Longoria, yeah. did you ever see Burn After Reading? No, I did not. No, me neither. Yeah, you should watch it. It's good. It's got, I've heard about it. Yeah, but... it's got it's got a whole big list of, of uh, pretty A list stars in it. Okay, um, uh, George Clooney and, and Brad Pitt are in it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna write that down. Long. Um, there's a whole bunch. I look, you'd have to uh, Google it real fast and look. But yeah, I I thought I watched it, and the whole time I was getting mad. Because I didn't know what was going on, I didn't understand the plot. I couldn't figure out where anything was going. But the last thirty seconds, the last thirty seconds, sort of. Oh. But you still leave like being like, I just don't know what I just watched. All right, but it's it's worth it. You All should right. watch it. So that's how we're gonna start. Because um, I have to deal with Victor Hill, and we've done like cop movie Monday yeah. shows before. Yeah. So we can't. I mean, I don't want to be repetitive. So that's what I've come up with: movies, characters, anything about a movie, an ending like like Chuck had. That you you just left scratching your head going, what the hell is that? 404-872-0750, outside Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. One thing that I had uh, was scratching my head was a movie couple. Now, you'll remember uh, Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner's Field of Dreams. His wife in that movie played the wife 
or the girlfriend of John Candy in her very next movie. And that always made me scratch my head like, how does that happen? As an actress, you go from being Kevin Costner's wife to John Candy's girlfriend. That was always a head scratcher for me. That was a puzzler. What movie, anything about a movie, a character, an ending, a scene, a couple in a movie, anything that has baffled you or made you uh, scratch your head and go, what the hell is this? Because that's what this Victor Hill story is to me. What the hell is this? I just... Yeah, it just seems all kind of wrong, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like, it just seems it's like... That, that covered in wrong sauce. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How is that possible? Is he married? I, didn't even, I don't even know if he's married or not. I don't think so. I don't know, to be honest. Because that would make it even worse if he's just with some random lady. And there, there were a couple, apparently, there were other people at the model home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I like, he's literally, he could do anything. As long as the medical examiner is not around to arrest him, the dude can literally do anything he wants right now. That just seems odd. A medical examiner is the one that can arrest him. As, like Scott, out of everybody that's, you know, around. Scott Slade said it was because it's the only other elected position at that level. I don't know mm. what. It makes no sense whatsoever. When was the last time the medical examiner arrested anyone in the state of Georgia? 1781, probably. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't happen. So on this movie Monday, obviously, we're talking Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Victor Hill's story, just crazy. If you want to talk about the story, too, I will. Um, I certainly will enjoy your thoughts on on the, what a crazy story that is with uh, the sheriff, Victor Hill. But what movie aspect, anything about a movie that let you left you scratching your head wondering, wondering what the hell is going on? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Uh, let's hit some phones. Let's do it. Scott's in Norcross. Scotty, my boy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How the heck are you, man? What's up, buddy? Not much, but, you know, this whole thing about Victor Hill, I, 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 the first thing I thought of was kind of a lethal weapon deal with, um, you know, how the... Diplomatic immunity. Exactly. Is that what Sheriff Hill puts on with a South African accent? Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, maybe, you know, then, then I think about that house and the back porch, everything blowing all up, yeah. you know, but... Hopefully it doesn't get that. I could never live in one of those houses, by the way. Like the oh, house is on no, stilts. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I could never be that. I could never, ever live on a house on stilts, especially in California where, you know, you get a, a minor earthquake and your house is going down the side of a cliff. Yeah, it seems kind of like a, you know, Darwin at work there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Scooter, good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, same here, man. Right. Take care. Disco Schmitty. Um, speaking of earthquakes... Have you seen the the trailer for the new movie, San Andres? Oh, yeah. San An- San Andreas? San Andreas. Yeah. Don't you think they should have waited a couple months to put that movie out? <laughs> Why? Why? Because we have 7,000 dead in Nepal because oh. of an earthquake. Well, I don't think they plan. And I it's mean- like you're watching the coverage of the earthquake <laughs> on the news, and then the first commercial out of that is like <laughs> San, Han- San-, how- San Andreas. San Andreas. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Thank you, Longoria. Yeah. I think, like, I would have, if I'm the movie exec, I'm like, all right, let's 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 slow our roll on this release of the earthquake movie. Let's do it in like three months. Like, they're still pulling bodies out of huts in Nepal. And then the first commercial is San Andreas. Well, at least the movie's not called Nepal. Well, it, but it, I mean, it's like <laughs> that would be worse. It's like the big one, the big earthquake. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. dying. You're gonna feel it on the East Coast. That's a, and it's like right after Nepal coverage. I I I, I find that, that is kind of bad. A social faux pas. Robertson Smyrna. Robert, you're on the Mark Aram show. Uh, revolver 
uh, no idea. And uh, streetcar then desire a little bit for me was uh, kind of. So what? What about everything. revolver left you scratching your head? Um, just uh, I guess everything together. I, I really didn't follow uh, the idea of the movie as much. Okay, I still like, I, the, still like the movie, but don't really get it. I've never seen it. That's the Ray Liotta, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Jason Statham. All right, I've never seen it, so I can't comment on it. But uh, I like Jason Statham, Ray Liotta, and Guy Ritchie. I would probably watch it. Revolver. Gambler Jack Green enters the game with a potentially deadly consequence. Here's one. Speaking of gamblers, the gambler with Marky Mark. I left scratching my head. Go. How did they cast Marky Mark <laughs> yeah. in that movie? That was the worst casting ever. John's in coming. John, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey. Um... The movie that le- really left me scratch my head was Jacob's Ladder. I remember I watched oh. that the first time. It had no idea. What I the hell still I don't watched. really know what the hell happened in Jacob's Ladder. So I've watched <laughs> it a few times since then. And uh, you know what? I'm not going to pretend I understand the entire movie either. But he was dead. That was the whole thing was dead. he was dead already, and he was just seeing what his life would have been like if he had lived. No, not that he was seeing what his life would be like if he lived. It was purgatory. So he had to learn to forgive himself for the things that happened before he went to Vietnam. Really? And his chiropractor was his guardian angel that was helping him see what he needed to get over so he could let go and die. Danny Aiello. The last scene of the movie. Yeah, Danny Aiello. Yeah. Exactly. And who his played who played his son in that movie? Do you remember? Oh, God, no. I couldn't tell you. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, wow. You know what? You're right. It yeah. Wasn't yeah. Oh, dude, story. I've seen that movie like 30 times. I, I'm a big fan of it. So you think he was in purgatory? Yeah, that was it. The whole movie right. was purgatory. And like when he dies at the end, you kind of get that last shot of him in, the, in Vietnam. And that's like he learned to, to make peace with his life. And then he passed on. But see that. All right. Well, I'll continue to discuss that when we come back. John was on the Jiffy Pop hotline. Oh, I already nailed this. What? This is the movie soundtrack? Really? <laughs> I got it two bars in. Okay. Son of a biscuit. All right, Movie Monday. Longoria is playing an obvious soundtrack from an obvious movie. I had a lot of work to do that. If you guess the movie at the end of the show, if you don't guess it, you should get a prize because this is the easiest one ever. Uh, we're going to come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Movie Monday. This is the Mark Aram Show. Execute Order 66. Yes, my lord. Mark Arab on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Movie Monday. We're discussing all things Star Wars and head scratchers in movies because the Victor Hill story is just a major head scratcher to me. Ray's in Fayetteville. Ray, welcome to the program, my hey, friend. Hey, guys. How about it? How about it? How are you, sir? <laughs> when I watch movies, I don't really worry about a lot of different things, but I look at the minutia, the things that go into the production, mm-hmm. and two things come to mind. First of all, have you ever seen the movie Heat with De Niro and Pacino? Val Kilmer, yeah. Exactly, Val Kilmer. When you watch that movie, there's a couple of scenes, especially when Val Kilmer's in uh, De Niro's house, and mm-hmm. they're talking back and forth. Kilmer's had a falling out with his wife. Yeah. Look at Val Kilmer's left elbow. <laughs> okay, why? Because he's got a fluid buildup on that. That guy, that elbow looks like he's got a tennis ball hanging. I'm going to Google that right now. Val Kilmer's elbow. I Val never. Kilmer's elbow. I was too. Uh, I was paying too close attention to Ashley Judd to notice Val Kilmer's uh, elbow. I understand, but why they didn't just shoot him from the other side? There was nothing about that scene that 
had to show that left elbow, and it's there for a while. You have issues, Ray. I know I do. <laughs> My wife says that all the time. <laughs> and also, another one, uh, 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 Reservoir Dogs. Yep. There's a scene where the, the heist has gone south, and they've made it back to the hideout. And, uh, 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 oh, who's the guy, uh, the, the, the Jewish cop? Um, Skagnetti. No, no, no. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I think that was the cop. And the, uh, uh, Hold on, Ray. We got we got to run. We'll come back and finish that because I love Reservoir Dogs and I love Jewish cops. Even there was no Jewish cops in the <laughs> in that movie. We're coming back with your calls. Hang tight. News, weather, and traffic next. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. You underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Welcome back, Movie Monday, 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight. We are discussing, of all things, on this Movie Monday, May the 4th, Star Wars Day, which is a relatively new holiday. When we were growing up, Jovita, there was no such thing as May the 4th. Like, this is a new incarnation, right? No, no. I mean, there was May Day and Cinco de Mayo, but <laughs> yeah. there was no May 4th. May no. 4th. Are you a fan of the Star Wars uh, films? You know what? Trivia. I've never, ever seen one Star Wars movie. Ever. Never. Gloria, turn off her mic. She's, <laughs> she's on probation. Really? Seriously. Not even with your kids or anything? No. No. Oh, never. We're going to do some no. binge watching this weekend, oh me and you, gosh. Jojo. I've this, never watched an episode. That's A like, movie. An I, installment. I understand. A trilogy or that whatever. There are certain movies that people like. Like, I've never seen... Um, What's the one they're singing? It's uh, Wonderful Life. Oh, well, that's a different one. No. Now, see, I've seen. Well, it's wonderful. Yeah, it yeah. usually comes on between Thanksgiving yeah, and never Christmas seen or that. Sound of Music. Sound of Music. That one too. Okay, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I get that. Right. But Star Wars. I mean, that's our generation. That's... I know. So you know, the thing is that kind of growing up in the hood, it was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was not cool. Like, like Darth Vader was the baddest no, man I'm in the universe. You, kids from my hood really all didn't right. go see it. All right. No, <laughs> I did. I, I I fell in love with Star Wars and and all of that. Uh, so many people did. The what do you, I got to ask you? Um, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to cover this on the night beat at eleven. The Victor Hill case. Yeah. How is that that he can't be arrested except by the medical examiner? Right. Exactly. I mean, there are rules because he's a sheriff, and so you know we've seen this before, where the police chief or the sheriff they're given time to kind of turn themselves in yeah. and you know talk to us, you know when you're ready, yeah. kind of thing. So I mean, you have to handle it very gingerly. Uh, interestingly enough. So, I mean, we're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Gwinnett County today said they're still gathering information there at the scene. They say there was evidence there at the scene. The woman's in critical condition. So, I mean, there's a chance that maybe she can talk at some point about what happened to her in that house. And What what shocks me, though, I understand the fraternity uh, within law enforcement, mm-hmm. but the fact that he was, quote, uncooperative. Right, and just kind of drove away. Yeah, that's, yeah. and it's so, that's so weird that he can't be arrested, right. but 
I know. Except the medical examiner. I know, Georgia law. Yeah. You know, go figure. I, and I don't know if that's the case everywhere, but certainly it's the case here. So it's it's very interesting it's that that's... Because the highest ranked elected uh, law enforcement official is what I was told. The medical examiner The medical is? examiner is, Isn't that yeah. interesting? That is very interesting. Right. Yeah, interesting. All right, so you'll cover that in the night beat. And a couple of really uh, b- bad stories also. Yeah, we're having an interesting Monday. Um, we, we do have a story of a suspicious man in Cherokee County that people are looking out for because a girl was outside playing in front of her house. It's like every parent's nightmare. Yeah. You want your children to be able to play outside, you know? And apparently some men, she says some men approached her in a car and asked her to get in. She did not. Smart girl. Mm-hmm. She ran inside and she let her parents know, but their police are on the lookout for that tonight. Um, we had a woman found uh, in a trash can in Ugh, Fourth awful. Ward in Atlanta. Yeah, very awful. And so we're following up with neighbors, everyone who says they knew her and unfortunately the last time they saw her, she was getting in a van. Uh, yeah, so, um, but she has family here and... How um, old? Do you want to how old? In her forties, okay. yeah, in her forties. So um, we're talking to her family and, and neighbors who who are all shocked. They yeah. said she was. A, everyone says that she was a nice. They knew her in the neighborhood, but she was a nice woman and certainly didn't deserve mm-hmm. this outcome. Um, one of our reporters too. We hear about copper thefts all the time. Well, apparently, some guys have decided now to kind of target the um, the lights, the big utility poles mm-hmm. there off of. Um, like interstates, I-20, sure. and wherever they can get to, and steal the copper out of the lights. And so that pretty the much renders, yeah, well, that renders like the way stations useless. And so GSP can't do its job because it doesn't have light. So trucks are getting through without inspections. Wow. Yeah. And uh, they actually, we have dash cam video of them chasing a suspect, but the guy got away. And, uh, you know, there's been this, uh, Brookhaven police have been looking for this man who is suspected of raping a woman just about two weeks ago, and another woman has now come forward Buford to say Highway it's the guy. same. Yeah, the Buford Highway guy. So now they have a name, and they have a mugshot, and they're trying to find him, and they want, the, want to get the word out because they feel like people know where this guy is. All right. Sunflower and roses tonight on the uh, yeah, night beat Yeah, sunflower at and roses, <laughs> but it's worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so this, this Saturday, my house. Star Wars, Empire Strike Back, <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. Lock it in, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joe Moore, who has never seen never. a single Star Wars movie. Check it out, The Night Beat at 11. Thanks, Joe Vita. Uh, back to the phones on this movie Monday. Don is in Rome, Georgia. Don, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Uh, did Did you happen to catch the, the intro to the uh, news recap there on the Victor Hill case? No. Uh, I think she was referring to the city... Or the county manager. Okay. He said he, he didn't want to uh, jump the gun. Uh, I kind of got a kick out of that's that. A, that's, a, that's a poor pun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Uh, one of the, uh, just real quick on the, the sheriff's deal, one of the reasons they have that in place is because in a situation of martial law, the powers of the state pretty much fall to the governor and every sheriff within the county uh, at one time was responsible for the militia of that county. Okay. So, similar to the President of the United States, you wouldn't want just anybody to be able to remove him, considering the power he holds. Removing him would distribute the power to other people. But could, but does, would it make sense that another yeah. sheriff could arrest a sheriff? Like, if you are of equal footing yeah. under the law? Yeah, I, I think that's where they come up with the uh, medical examiner as mm-hmm. sort of a checks and a balance. But uh, the sheriff is one of only five county officials listed in the Georgia Constitution. Wow, that's interesting. So that puts in there. Uh, so that that's probably part of the reason why you know they they limit who can remove the sheriff or who can who the sheriff. But it just or, seems like if if you're just an average person like I am and Longoria is and Chuck's a little above average, but if you're just an average person like me and Longoria and you see that story, you're like the guy is involved in a shooting. 
allegedly accidental, and he can be uncooperative and just leave the scene. Peace out. That seems so wrong, like head-scratchingly wrong. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, we couldn't do that. No, of course not. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be paying very close attention to who I vote for for medical examiner in the next election. <laughs> yeah, That's no a very kidding, important really. position, apparently. Kenneth Zamoro, my man, Kenneth, how are you, sir? Hey, brothers, how you doing? What's going on? I have two movies where you're basically shaking your head the entire movie. Okay. One is Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> yes, like, indeed. What the heck was that? I, I'll tell you that my favorite part about that movie was um, not the sex scenes or anything like that. Was uh, what's his name? Yeah, right. Who played the doctor? Um, I don't remember. The older guy. The movie was so bad that I just. Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on out his of name. My, my memory. He's one of my favorite actors and directors of all time. The other Shake in Your Head movie was, uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's back in the 80s. It was a movie called Time Bandits. I love that movie. I loved it, too, but it is just completely odd when you're a kid. It is a little weird like, with the time the? with jumping around and the fact that uh, Sean Connery's, a, you know, he's a fireman yeah. at the end. And, and at the end, <laughs> the guy's head splits off and yeah. he's spinning around in a circle, and you're like, what? Uh, I, I just loved it with all the little people in it. That was funny. Sidney Pollock was the guy I'm thinking of who played the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. the the woman that in the beginning of the movie she got uh, OD'd on coke in her, in his office, and Tom Cruise comes up. I love Sidney Pollock, one of the greatest actors of all. Hey, time. don't forget about line one. Oh sh- <laughs> damn it! <laughs> sorry, Ray. I'm so sorry, man. That's right. Uh, Jovita comes in here with her hotness, and I get distracted. Yeah, I, I apologize. All right, so where where do we leave off with you, Ray? Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. It was yes. Harvey Keitel. Okay, not Jewish, but that's all right. I thought he was Jewish. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. We'll check on it. Jews Nugget! <laughs> we'll check on that. But uh, when they made it back to the hideout, him and I think it's Steve Buscemi are in the, the, the restroom going over what had happened at the holdup. Yeah. And they both whip out cigarettes. And they whip out, I think Keitel whips out the cigarette lighter. He, he flicks the lighter. But, and it's a great misdirection. They don't light the cigarettes, but they go through the whole scene like they're smoking cigarettes that are not lit. So the cigarettes in the bathroom scene are not lit? Correct. Check it out. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that. Oh, before. he is Jewish. Harvey Keitel is Jewish. All I'm, right. I'll take it. I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're taking your yarmulke away from Yeah, you. he grew up in Brighton Beach. I don't know. I, I thought he was Jewish. Yeah, he is. You're right. He's yeah, uh, okay. Jewish. His parents were Jewish immigrants from Romania and Poland. Yeah. How about that? And his dad was a hat maker. Nothing more Jewish than that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. All right. Ray. Sorry about the delay, Ray. I blame my staff. Ron in Atlanta. Ron, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey. So I've got two. And the first of which, why am I the first person to say Donnie Darko? You are the first person. I don't know. That was a head scratcher for sure. Just everything from the rabbit suits to everything. Just not even sure what was going on for the most of that movie until the end. But the other one is, here's what I'm going to dig back from the grave that everyone tried to forget about. How about the entirety of that Twilight series? Uh, you're talking about the vampire movies? Yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> one where the werewolf supposedly just has his shirt off all the time, and yeah. the vampires sparkle, and yeah. <laughs> How yeah, about that for head scratcher. That was uh, the popularity of those is a head scratcher. Exactly. Um, but I get. I mean, that's all about timing, right there. That's all about time. You get all you get all these disenfranchised millennials that don't know what to do with their life, and you throw werewolves at them, and boom, it's uh, or vampires and werewolves. Excuse yeah. me. 
sparkle pyres. Sparkle, <laughs> spark. That's right. What happens when you go in? The, in like when we grow up, if you're a vampire, you go in the sun. What happens? You die. Right. You burn. Here you get glittery. <laughs> <laughs> Good call on that, Ron. That the popularity of Twilight was definitely a head scratcher. Do have you seen any of them? I refuse to. Low T's got a Twilight tattoo on his ankle. <laughs> My wife loves them, but I refuse. Yeah, to. hilarious. <laughs> I've seen them. I'm not going to lie. I've she's seen too them. old to see them, but you know what I'm saying? She's not a millennial, but. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, it is what it is. I, I wouldn't, I'm not re-watching them or anything. Thomas in College Park on a movie Monday. Hello, Thomas. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's up, buddy? All right. There's a movie that's stuck in my head like a splinter since the 90s because I haven't seen it again either, and I'm still trying to figure it out. It's called Suture, and it had Dennis Haysbert in it. Suture, spell it for me. S U R S U T U R E. Suture. Uh, I'm not seeing that spelling coming up anywhere. Oh, there we go. 1993. Suture. Uh, brothers Vincent and Clay meet up for the first time after their final streamer and remark on how similar they look. That thing. Yeah, but it's crazy. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me when they in the movie. It's just. I, I need to see it again to figure out what happened. I've n- I've never even heard of it. So there you Suture. go. That's what I, I'm scratching my head. I've never heard of that movie. Glenn's at Alpharetta. Glenny boy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. What's up? Hey, Glenn. What's going on? I got one for you. It's about 30 years old, I believe. It's called In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness. So why was that a head scratcher? Well, the movie constantly changes. And I had to watch it about three or four times to finally figure it out. The somehow or another, this guy has written a book, and he has the power to change reality by writing something in a book. I'm saying uh, an insurance investigator begins discovering that the impact a horror writer's books have on his fans is more than inspirational. That's the one. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I just remember my daughter and I watched it when she was about 15, and and. Um, or somewhere around there, and, and, and we turned to each other after the movie and went, what in the world? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that sounds weird. In the Mouth, in the mouth of, of Madness. madness. Uh, Charlton Heston was the publish, the head of the publishing company in this thing. That That's that actually big... Jennifer Griffey's screen name on Craigslist, In the Mouth of Madness. Thanks for the call. we got to come back. Russ... Meg, Manville, Al, Cameron, Glenn, Marco, holy smokes, we got a who's who of callers lined up on this movie Monday, 404-872-0750, discussing uh, Star Wars, may the fourth be with you, and uh, Victor Hill, a head-scratching case out of Gwinnett County, what movie head-scratchers still have you befuddled, 404-872-0750, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, this is the Mark Aram Show. great disturbance in the force as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced i fear something terrible has happened mark arab on 95.5 and am 750 wsb coming up next hour we're going to go heavy into the star wars i want to know who your favorite star wars character uh, is or was russ in coming on a movie monday hello russ hey mark preach buddy welks brother what's going on you know, I don't have a movie, but believe it or not, there's actually a couple of scenes in Raiders of the Lost Ark that bugged me. Okay. Remember, they were in the ship. They had the Ark, and they're in the ship, and that Nazi submarine pulls up next to them and boards the ship, and they, they take the Ark back. Yeah. And they grab the girlfriend because uh-huh. they can't find Indy. 
And they're like, where's Indy? And then they go, there he is. And then we start clapping her thing. He's climbing. He's on the, climbing. a submarine? Yeah, he's climbing the conning tower of that submarine that's pulling away. How'd he get inside the submarine? He just knocked three times. They let him in. <laughs> well, that, I couldn't, <laughs> you know, because, you know, a submarine in the war is not going to go across the surface for hundreds of miles. No. Now. That was kind of stupid. I, I'll tell you what I loved about that scene. The coolest guy in that movie, outside Indiana Jones, was the uh, the black captain of the boat wearing the turtleneck. Oh, yeah. With the accent. Like, that was the coolest guy on the planet right there. We want the girl. She's worth something. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. I'll tell you something else that happened, too, if you look closely. When he goes into that tomb or the pyramid, whatever it is, that has the ark, mm-hmm. and he falls in there and it's full of snakes. Yep. When he first hits the ground and that cobra comes up, if you look real closely, you can see his reflection in the glass. That's right. They put glass so he actually wouldn't get killed by the cobra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Snakes. I hate snakes. Thanks, Russ. That was quick. All right, Meg and Manville Johnson, hang tight. Lord loves a working man. Alan, Cameron, Scott, Glenn, and Marco, we are going to get to your calls next. That is my promise, my solemn vow here on the Sean Haney, I mean the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. News, weather, and traffic next. It's Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show.